0: If we lost to the Phillies, I would not be upset at all. I'd be like, yeah, okay. I mean, saying that we're one of the best four teams in baseball, like this early and with the young pieces we have, I'm like, well, we're really supposed to be here. I was just having to make the playoffs and knowing that I'm getting to watch them in the NLCS for the first time since 2007, I'm like, yeah, this is pretty cool. I had yeah.
1: to prove I move. Yeah. Welcome back, hit everybody, groove, yeah. to a win is a win. A win. The number probably millionth podcast, sports podcast on Spotify. H double here with Sam Cookie and Maddie B, Springfield alum. Say what's up. Yes, sir.
2: How's it going? Good,
1: good. good. Although You're... I just realized Sam's still in Springfield, so Two Springfield alums, and then a. I'm carry, yeah, I'm carrying. A, the still going through it, gra- graduating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Welcome, welcome back to Win Is a Win. This is episode 39, mm-hmm. I believe. Even though I, I should know this, I keep track of the episodes. We are excited for this episode. It's been a little bit since we talked about baseball last time that we did. Martin was with us, and this was right before the playoffs started. We are now at the championship series, so we have a little bit to go through, go back and go through, which include the wild card and the divisional series, so we're going to give all our thoughts on those, and then we're going to preview what the championship series is going on right now, and who we think will be in the World Series, and all that good stuff from there, but this is a full baseball playoffs episode, so I know Sam is excited. You, you have any thoughts before we jump in, though?
2: Um, No, not no thoughts I could think of. Um... Yeah, we were talking about it before the podcast started. I'm excited to to mention baseball a little bit more. Um thinking about it, we should have tried to get Martin back on the podcast too. I think he probably would have had some choice words about one team or a few other teams. But um yeah, no, it's gonna be fun to talk about. Maddie B's diamondbacks are they're still they're still grinding out. So
0: Whoa, a little a spoiler there, Sam.
2: But I mean I think I think most people if they tune into a sports podcast they know who's playing right now. So it's not too too bad.
0: But but yes, no, out of which is surprising, out of all three of our teams, pretty surprising I think. Well I mean Charles team low key sucks. But between I mean, And mine. Well, but usually not though. You know what I'm saying? Like between That's all true. three of our me and Charles teams have been in the basement a lot of years, you know, so Pretty interesting. Yeah.
2: No, So it makes it fun to see those teams that are usually in the basement a lot of times finally rise up and make a good playoff run.
1: Yeah. All I say is, honestly, I'm more excited about the Dimebacks than the the Suns right now. And I know, obviously, the NBA season has started, but, like, Matt knows I'm not a real big fan of what the Suns, who they trade for and who they trade away lately. So I'm, like, honestly more excited for the Dimebacks right now than I probably will be for the Suns all year.
0: Not yeah. to not to throw Please. any shade Fair on the
1: Suns, enough. but, like, I just, yeah, you know, hey, at least the Dimebacks are, are making a run, so it's yeah. fine, yeah. I mean, the Suns are going to be good, like, I just don't really like who they have besides D-Book and... Yeah. But what well, that's that's the topic for, actually, maybe another episode. Yes, sir. Spoiler. Yeah. It will be. But, all right, let's 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 go into it. Yeah, for sure. We can, we can start off wildcard. We'll start at the beginning. Does anyone have any – we can maybe grump right into the the D-backs series against the Brewers. Does anyone have any initial thoughts on the wild card? Any big thoughts? Yeah, Matt, just give us something to start with.
0: Big thoughts. Um, Diamondbacks took care of business, what I thought they would do. Um, Unfortunately, I wasn't able to be part of that podcast with you, Martin, and Sam, um, which kind of sucked because we got to do – like you guys got to pick a lot of like – who would win, who would advance, et cetera, you know? Um, but what I was thinking, I don't know if I texted you this, Charles. Um, and I'm, I might have texted Martin this. Um, but it was coming down to kind of like that last couple weeks, and I was like, dang, like, okay, Diamondbacks are in, I believe, the second wild card. Um, they're right behind the Phillies. And I think at that time, the Cubs or the Marlins are right there. And I was like, honestly, I wouldn't mind doing a little bit of a slide because it looked like you were pretty much guaranteed because we're on a win streak. I was like, I would honestly rather play the Brewers than the Phillies because I think – I was like, I like playing the Brewers better and we played the Dodgers in the regular season a lot because they're in our division. I was like, I'd rather play them than the Phillies and Braves and et cetera. And it worked out to where we played the Braves. or remember we played the Brewers and then the Dodgers and I mean, the Brewers are no slouch of a team. I mean, they won the NL central, they have good pitching, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Um, but I thought we matched up pretty well with it, with them. And we did, we ended up getting down both games by the first game, I think was two. the second game was three. or it was vice versa. I think it was three. and then two. Um and we ended up winning and hitting just Homer after Homer, which is nice. So, that was a fun series to watch and we won both on the road didn't have to do anything else so it was it was pretty nice I really enjoyed it.
1: We Matt Sam or Martin Sam and I all did pick the D-backs to
2: beat the Brewers. I do, do remember that so mm-hmm. yeah. The yeah the Brewers are are pretty pretty big chokers in the postseason for a while now. Uh, I think the last playoff series they won was in 2018. And that was when they went to the NLCS. Uh, I think they made the playoffs. They've made it every year after that, but they haven't won a series. So they're not very good in the postseason. They have a good squad. I'll give them that, but they can't win games. Yeah.
1: I think so. This is I think this is one of the biggest talking points from the wild card. And I remember. I'm pretty sure in that episode kind of joking with Martin, when we were going through the matchups being like, well, you know, all the, there could, all the series could be two Oh. And I, I said it as like a total joke, you know, cause I thought for sure the Rangers Rays would go three. And I, I believe Martin was and Sam, you were also on same page with that and you look at it and literally all the wild cards were straight two Oh sweeps. Is there any, what do you guys, Sam, you want to go? What are you like? Did you ex- expect that at all and just what were your thoughts? Yeah,
2: no, I didn't expect it at all. Um, no, there wasn't a lot of like parity or like competitiveness really between any of the wild card series too. There's only a few different lead changes throughout all of the different games played. And like you were saying, Charles, every every wild card series ended up in a two zero sweep, which is a little disappointing to see as like a casual fan to watch the games. I'm glad with how most of them turned out. Sure. But it was a little underwhelming to see, Oh, every series it just kind of seemed like one team would be up and it would just stay up like that throughout the whole series. Uh, Brewers diamondbacks were a little bit different, but the D backs also ended up sweeping them, but um, it was still good to see. I mean, like a lot of smaller lesser known teams came through the woodwork and won their series Charles' team flopped a little bit. His Blue Jays did not win a single game. They actually lost to the Twins, who haven't won playoff series in almost 20 years before that. So that was really cool to see. I'll give him props for that. That was the main team that I watched in the wild card, and they looked pretty electric. So I was happy to see that.
1: Yeah, I think I let Martin lead me on too much because he was like, the Jays are my my playoff team, and so I was like, I'll pick them to make the World Series, and it did not pan out like I thought it would, as Matt gets a little laughing over there. But yeah, something else or Matt, do you have any thoughts on the um, all the two O sweeps?
0: I mean, I think one of my teams I picked for the World Series, I think, is still in, I believe, if I remember correctly. You picked um, the Astros. Astros and the Braves, yeah. Um for me. I the, the series I was most surprised about was, um, I believe it was the Rangers and the Orioles, right? Oh, no, 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 sorry, sorry, that, that's the wrong one. That's, that's not wild card. Um, I'm talking about wild card, um, Rage, was, Rangers, Rays, like, Rays. Um, I was a little surprised at that one. Like, I knew the Rangers were really good, the Rays have been so good. Um, but it honestly wasn't too surprising just because. The Rays and the Rangers kind of were going in opposite directions at the time of the wild card, I would say. Um, For the NL, though, I was picking the Phillies and D-backs. The Phillies, just for some reason, these past couple years have just turned it on as, you know what? We'll be that wild card team whenever, who cares? And, you know, they do a great job. So the wild card wasn't really too surprising. I'd say the next round was a little bit more surprising, in my opinion, but... I'll leave it at
2: that for now. Yeah, I would agree with that too. Um, The Rangers were definitely the most exciting team. Like they kind of came out of nowhere. Really. They kind of swamped going into the postseason. They barely made the wild card when they were supposed to win the division and then the Astros swooped in and ruined the fun, but no, they completely blew the rays out of the water. They do. They had terrible attendance issues too. Um, So, both games were played at uh, Fort, Fort – uh, it's the Ray Stadium. Tropicana Field. Tropicana Field, yes. I, I, was have about,
0: know, I have to say, though, their times for those games were kind of terrible, like during the work week, and I think it was at, like – I think, was it 2 o'clock? It
2: was like <laughs> – yeah, it was like 2 o'clock, which, I yeah. mean, that is which a pretty is terrible good. time. Yeah, that's a pretty terrible time to see a postseason game. But um, if you looked at the, like, the attendance numbers from the Rays compared to like other teams, though, it was like the, the Blue Jays, the Brewers, or the Marlins would get like 40,000 fans for their games. And then you'd look at the Tropicana, they would barely average 20,000 for a postseason game. That was pretty embarrassing. And I think that momentum kind of swung with the Rays as well. They really didn't do anything that series and they just kind of let the the Rangers stomp all over them. So it's disappointing to see.
1: Something else that I, I noticed from the wild cards is the lack of scoring, honestly. If you look at the losing teams, you have Rays, they scored zero and one. You have the Jays, they scored one and zero. You have the Brewers three and two. And then you have the the Marlins one and one. So there was really – not only were they sweeps, as you had said, Sam, there were no lead changes. There really just wasn't much total offense in general because mm-hmm. the most that a losing team scored was the Brewers of three. So well, they're just the
0: – only lead chain goes the Diamondbacks and Brewers games, I believe. Right, so that's
1: what Sam had said. So there was just a complete lack of offense too. And, you know, it's from from one side at least. Some of the – team, even in general, I think the Phillies had the most – in a game with with like seven and maybe the Rangers did too, which is decent. But, you know, you might expect some postseason games lately uh, to just have a little bit more offense in total. So it was it was honestly kind of a boring wild card.
2: Yeah, no, I just wasn't.
1: just wasn't. Yeah. Because of the lack of lead changes, there just wasn't much to really grasp onto.
2: Yeah. And I think that MLB was trying to build up a little bit more hype with introducing a three game series and it didn't do anything just because every team swept in their own little series. So it didn't really create any competitiveness. It was cool to see some smaller teams finally make it through and make a good postseason run. But outside of that, it was a little depressing to see as like a casual fan. Not a lot of exciting stuff happened.
1: Something something else I, I thought of, and as you can see, now obviously there's a new wildcard format, so there's more wildcard teams. But something I should have considered and I even was thinking about it when I was making predictions, but it seems like, you know, the wild a wildcard team, and just from recent from memory, you know, you had the Nationals and then who won it all in 2019. You had the Phillies last year. Obviously, one of the these teams, you know, except the Astros are all wildcard teams. Wildcard teams seem to, to make pretty good runs in the postseason. And with this new format, I, I, I mean, I know I picked a wildcard team in the, in the Blue Jays, but wildcard teams seem to really get on a roll mm-hmm. when it comes postseason time. And I, another big one that stands out is 2011, the Cardinals. Uh, I i should have, you know, thought more about wildcard teams in, in general, because it seems like when, you know, when they you get that extra series, you get a little bit of momentum and. So yeah, I mean, I'm not like I, I was texting Martin about this. I'm not surprised with how this the playoffs have turned out. and turn, so, you know the Diamondbacks sweeping the Dodgers and getting here, and then the Phillies taking out the Braves and the Rangers taking out the Orioles. Like it's just not surprising to me because when I think back on playoff baseball, I think back on these wild card teams that make good pushes and mm-hmm. take down the top teams that have like the the you know the buys from the wild card. So I just yeah, if you had any thoughts on that, yeah.
2: It definitely gives you an advantage when you come in with, like, a a good hot streak like that. Um, Baseball is definitely a very, like, momentum-based game. And it does help a lot when you get a couple of games under your belt uh, compared to a team that just kind of practices for a little bit. Sure, they're the better team, but they're kind of just waiting on you to get ready, and they don't really have any prior practice in the playoffs like that. So there definitely is an advantage like that. And I would agree. It's really cool to see... Wildcard teams make good playoff runs as compared Mm -hmm. to uh like the big division winners. it really disappointing, like the Orioles, they crept out. But I mean it's it's fun to see wildcard teams make a good run. So I'm happy for them.
1: Yeah, it just seems like recently top seats are kind of faltering out without getting to the the World Series. And I I think because obviously I, I came from a more of an NBA background growing up. And I know it's a completely different sport and the playoffs are different, but in the NBA I mean, it happened. This past year with the Bucks, but you rarely see the one seed lose in round one, and that's essentially kind of what happens when a team loses to a, a wild card team. You like rarely ever see that, so I was just that's like wasn't expected. I would say so in, in baseball, it's, it's completely different. Any series really is winnable for any team that makes it, mm-hmm. but when you get you know like NBA, you're always pretty much going to pick the one seed at least in the first round, two seed in the against seven. It's very in history. It's very rare for those lower seeds to win. So that's just, yeah, what I'm used to, I would say. So baseball is a little different, which I enjoy.
0: Yeah. It, I it's do. hard to
1: predict baseball. Like every year I go in it because, like I said, it's just really hard to predict because I feel like anyone can win any series at any time. Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah. it's such a long season, too, in comparison to other big sports like NFL, you have 17 weeks. And then there's MLB, you have 162 games to predict. So anything can already happen.
1: I, I do I, – I'm sure Matt could say this as well, but I do want to say the Phillies already up 1-0 with a, a Trey Turner home run. Yeah, I know. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Matt, did, Matt didn't want to say it. I was looking at the score. Um, but, yeah, just a little heads up that's game two of the NLCS right now yeah. as we're well, filming.
0: Speaking <laughs> of NLCS, let's move on to the NLBS since we've talked about the wild card. Move on to the division series because um, I think – all right, most of the time we'll talk about maybe these next coming series um, just because, obviously, the NLCS, ALCS isn't finished, right? It's kind of started but it hasn't finished. Um, for the NLDS and ALDS, I do have to say I was surprised that the Orioles got swept and I was surprised that the Phillies-Braves game or series didn't go to um, five games. To me, those were like the two most surprising things. I thought the Astros would beat, um, would beat the Twins. I think all of us did. Um, and then I would say I'm not surprised that Arizona beat the Dodgers, but that's just because I do watch the Diamondbacks a lot, and I feel like the way that it was set up to have Gallen and Merrill Kelly like pitch basically four out of the five games, I wasn't like too worried. You know what I'm saying? Um so to me, I think the the Orioles series was very um, surprising for me because they didn't really put up a lot of runs outside of game two, which was, I believe, 11-8, to eight, the Rangers won. Um, and then the Braves, they came back to beat the Phillies 5-4 in game two, I believe. But if they hadn't have done that and it was miraculous, they would have been swept as well. So to me, that was a little bit of a surprise, was those two one-seeds, well, Orioles got swept and the Braves – probably should have, and probably should have gotten swept, too.
1: Yeah. This has been one of the more crazy ones I can remember. There was that Instagram post I saw, all the teams with the best records. You know, for example, Oreos, 0-3. Dodgers, 0-3. Braves, 1-3. And then there was a couple others, those top well, like, teams
0: that got swept. I think they said between the top, like, seeds, so the ones and the twos, I believe they were, like, oh and, like, whatever. Like, 1 and 12, I think, is what it was. Between the yeah. Orioles, Dodgers, and Braves, the three best teams in baseball, they were, like, 1 and 12 or 1 and 9 or something like that.
2: Crazy. Yeah. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. No one saw the Orioles getting swept. At home, too, especially. Not for all three games, but, I mean, they didn't they, – they will – dead after the first pitch of their series starting and then along with the uh, Braves and the Phillies too I thought it was pretty laughable I mean I'm happy because I don't like seeing the Braves succeed just because they're going to be good for probably a decade from now too but um, no I totally blame Orlando Arcia for <laughs> screwing the Braves over they, they did win game two they had the momentum riding when they won game two but at that point, after Game 2, they went back to Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia, and that was right before the point of when Arcea picked on Bryce Harper, because that Game 2 game ended because of that double play, because Bryce Harper did some kind of bad base running, and Orlando Arcea made fun of him for that, and Bryce found out, so the whole Phillies like fan base kind of flamed him for that, and then Bryce Harper went off and Hit a million and a half bombs. It was awesome to watch. I'll say that, but um, that was just the more funny memory. Thinking about it, that I took up from this divisional series.
0: I mean, as Coach Prime says, I keep receipts, right? And, and I think, uh, I think Bryce Harper kept a, a a receipt and a half. I think. I mean, after that, what the next game he mashed two home runs. I think is what it was. And yeah. They Barely clearing the wall. I mean, they were bombs, like legit yeah. moonshots. I was like, oh, crap. And oh, then God. after the game, RCO was like, well, I mean, I said it in the clubhouse, so it shouldn't have gotten out, which I do agree with him. If it's said in the clubhouse, like, it shouldn't, like, there shouldn't be report. I, I don't think, I think whatever said in the clubhouse, that's not, like, I know reporters can be in the clubhouse, but if you hear it, but you're not interviewing them, don't write it like you should be keeping that to yourself. You know, like I, I get it. You want like the views and you want to get ahead, like, oh, look what I heard, and you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, I get it. Like the internal thing of I want to also, like, you know, what's it called? Like, keep going forward in my career and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's like I think there's also like unwritten rules as well to like follow. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. To me, that's what I didn't like, even though it did make for a spicier uh, type content, though. And a, definitely a spicy series, for sure. So, it was pretty fun, not going to lie. But Bryce Harper with the with the two bombs was pretty cool, not going to lie. So
2: Yeah, he looks like one of the, probably the hottest hitter in the postseason, too. He really caught fire after that point.
0: Him and Trey Turner, honestly. Yeah. Golly.
1: Hey, we want the views. So I don't disagree with sure. that. No, I'm for kidding. Sure. I, I agree with you, Matt. Yeah, this was the the divisionals. There was no five game or fifth game at all. It was all 3-0 or 3-1. So we haven't had that, you know, win or go home game yet. And honestly, I mean, we'll, we'll see. But the championship series might not be off to a good start with that either. Because as a, as a fan, I love the win or go home game seven vibes. And we haven't had that. And it would be not even like wild card, which is literally just best of three. They were all sweeps. So we haven't had an elimination game uh, for both teams, which I'm hoping for. But, yeah, let's go – let's talk a little bit more about the Orioles because, Sam, obviously you were really high on them and you were made fun of early on in the season. It was still a very good pick by you. Mm -hmm. You picked them obviously to go to the World Series. What do you think happened to them? Why do you think they – They
2: fell apart like they did. They died out. Yeah. um, No, I was definitely happy for at least predicting them to make their World Series before the season started. And then both my World Series picks and the Orioles and the Braves didn't even show up. So I was kind of sad about that. But um, no, the, the experts were kind of right about the Orioles. I mean, it definitely showed that their kind of youth, a lot of their players are really younger on the team, especially the Stars They are pretty new, Uh, like Adley Rushman. He's one of the most uh, known players on the team. This is his second year, so obviously he's going to kind of falter a little bit when you're in a postseason position like that. And uh, experts are right about them, too. A lot of people were – before the postseason started, a lot of people were complaining about why the Orioles' uh, championship odds were so low, especially compared to other teams. And mainly all the experts were pointing out how youthful their team is and how little postseason experience they already have. And it makes sense, honestly. Like a lot of other teams, when you compare them to the Orioles, they've played so many other games already in the postseason. And it it gave a really a real reason why a lot of people were so high in the Astros, just because they've had a lot of success already. And it sucks to see that the Orioles—they didn't really even do anything. They barely had good hitting streaks during games, and yeah, like Charles said, they got swept too. But hopefully, they can bounce back. They now that they have some experience, they can bounce back next season and make an actual playoff run this I, time.
1: Martin and I were we're texting. We think it could be a future dynasty, or like you <laughs> know, like a, a team a team that can definitely contend
2: for the years to mm-hmm. come. I don't want to say dynasty
1: post-season. yet, but yeah.
2: Yeah. I, it, it would be a little early calling it that, but no, it would be cool to see the Orioles have a few good years when they run in the postseason, especially compared to last when they, they've had a horrible team, like, um, like bottom of the league type team for a few years. Uh, they had to deal with guys. They had to deal with some terrible, terrible people on their teams and to have them finally break through and have solid seasons like this is great to see.
1: I know about that with the Royals, terrible, terrible teams. And then they, they finally get a a team, you know, constructed team that can win and they, they almost win one world series, take it to game seven, and they win the next year. So yeah, I know how that can, you know, be for the, the Orioles. Yeah. I, on the other side of it, and I know we'll get to the other team and I know Matt will have a lot to say about this team, but why do you think the Rangers have, all of a sudden clicked, it seems, like they are, like they have. Because, spoiler alert, they're already up 2-0 in the ALCS on the Astros. So looking good. But what's been the key for them, you think, from what you've watched?
2: Oh, man, they've they've been, like, the streakiest team, I think, in the postseason. Like, there's not a lot of things to be super excited for just yet in the postseason. I'll say that. But the Rangers have absolutely balled out on offense. Um, Like you were saying earlier, A lot of teams haven't really showed up offensively, and the Rangers have been surprisingly one of the few other teams to do so. And so their offense is clicking at the right time as well as their pitching. Like Nathan Eovaldi is pitching lights out like he always has been during the season. Uh, My guy, Cardinals legend Jordan Montgomery, he pitched a really good game last night. He's pitched a few really good games early in the postseason too, so I'm super happy for him. They have closers. They have Aroldas Chapman on their uh, their closing team too.
1: I saw that on the highlights. I was like, he still plays. He he always. I saw he gave up some bombs. I'm pretty sure too, which is what's funny. Yeah,
2: he's not playing the greatest, but he always finds ways to make it on random postseason teams year after year. Because yeah, he he's on the Rangers now. I mean, surprisingly, halfway through the season too. I think he. Oh gosh.
0: uh, You got traded from the Royals.
2: Yeah, yeah, he he was he was on the Royals, he was on the Yankees before that, right? Yeah, he's he just jumps through a different. A bunch before of that, injuries.
0: but on the Cubs, I believe.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was on the Cubs too. Like you see, said,
1: you always see him in October baseball, don't you? It seems like he always comes back.
2: Yeah, and um, one one really good exciting uh, news article that just came out with the Rangers. Um, you might actually see Max Scherzer. In the ALCS too, he might be. He might back in time. We will, we will. Oh well, he's,
0: I, he's game three starter, my guy.
2: Oh, is he really?
0: Oh, that that's is awesome. It is confirmed. He is a game three starter.
2: That is really cool. I thought, um, I thought originally, if the ALCS went to like a game six or a game seven, that's when we might see him. But if we would see him next game, that'd be really cool to see because I know a lot of fans have been waiting for that. So would be awesome.
1: What do you do? You have any thoughts on the Rangers, Matt, and why you think um, it's clicked for them?
0: I mean, I believe they had the best run differential in the MLB this year. I think, or something like that. It was some something, something crazy. Um, I mean, one through nine, they're pretty deep. I mean, Corey Seager has been like great for them. Um, who else is their power hitter again? Uh, what's his? He was in the home run derby this year. Oh, what's his name?
2: Um, I know they have Marcus Simeon.
0: They
1: have Marcus
2: Simeon, yeah. Uh, who Let was, me pull it
1: up. I I, I got you. I believe what there was, was
2: another one, big
0: name for the Rangers. This year. Garcia.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was just about to. Say yeah, it. Garcia. Yeah.
0: You have power in that lineup. You also have contact in the pitchers. I mean, you just named three starting caliber pitchers who all could be number one depending on the given team. Mm-hmm. You know, you Nathan the Jordan Montgomery, and Max Scherzer, right? Those are your freaking like first three starting pitchers. I mean, you're not even having to like I mean, that's to me, I mean, right, that that's what everyone kind of like gets hung up about is okay, what's your starting pitching like? Um, and they don't have two but three really good guys. And so I think just, you know, getting that confidence of being the Rays and being the Orioles and now, you know, being up 2-0 on the Astros, you know, I mean, they haven't lost yet. So, I mean, it says something, right? You're doing something right. so
1: Yeah. This is obviously a team that has a lot of talent. They they went and spent a lot of money. But I I didn't have much – Stocking them because they kind of you know they they lost the division they they blew it in the the last week of the season when they should have had it wrapped up they really slumped their way in and and almost that seems to be like them having that little slump and losing the division was almost like their their spark their motivating factor because mm. after that they're like I said they're undefeated right now in the postseason their pitching uh, has been really really good and their defense and yeah I mean they, they've had the talent so. It just always makes you wonder, like, you know, regular – I mean, I know it's a, a huge grind of a season, but, you know, they probably didn't have as good as a record as they should have. And obviously, like I said, they blew the division away in the last week. And so that's the beauty of sports, though, and, and the postseason in, in sports. You just got to get hot at the right time, really. That's what a lot of it comes down to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, I mean, think them losing the division must have really sparked them, though, to just be like, wow, like – okay, you know, let's just, let's freaking go into the playoffs. Like, because, you know, they wouldn't even had to play in the wild card if they didn't, you know, lose it to the Astros. So,
2: yeah. Which is it's really surprising to me too. Like as much as I would want to predict them to be like one of my world series teams, I really did not expect a turnaround like this, especially like giving away the division in the last few games of the season. That would be pretty heartbreaking. I feel like, and yeah, I, I, no one really predicted having a, a swing like that, from losing the division from one week to making a deep playoff run like this. So, dang, I should have saw it coming. Yeah,
1: I mean, you could easily argue that they've they've looked like the best team that's remaining in the postseason. You know, yeah. I don't know what the odds are to win, but they're if they're not number one, I might be a little shocked. At right now,
0: I believe they're not, they the number one odds to announce. Yeah,
1: they. I that's what I would expect. So, but going to the other side of it, the Diamondbacks and their postseason run, Mm -hmm. Matt, what do you think has been the the key Mm -hmm. to the success, which you did Um, highlight how you liked the the bracket, how it would be Brewers and Dodgers. So you were on it already, but what do you think has been key for the the D-backs? Because they also slumped in a little bit. They lost a few to end the season, so.
0: (laughs) It's, um, oh, Okay. Sorry, I had to hold my breath a little bit. Castellanos hit a ball. It went thick, foul, thankfully. But uh, I was like, oh, crap. That might be another homer. Um, sorry about that. Um, I'm really not a baseball guy. I mean, I'm a baseball guy. Charles knows I'm more of a baseball guy than him. I'm not as much of a baseball guy as Sam as in watching the games. Like, I really don't watch the games. Like, the only time I watch the games is, like, postseason. Um. Granted, these games have been actually, like, going by Ray Quick, which is nice um, because of the pitching count, like, the, the clock and all that kind of stuff. Um, but when it comes to Diamondbacks, I read an article today on ESPN, and they said that the Diamondbacks are actually, like, the, the most Cinderella of all the teams ever to make it to the NLCS. And, I mean, I can't really disagree with that at all. I mean, we were in first place at the all-star break, which I was like, okay, like, this is great. And then I think we proceeded to lose like the next nine out of 10 games and then 16 out of 20, I think. And it was like crap. And I think at that point, I think we had a two or 3% chance to make the playoffs ended up making the playoffs. We did some at the very end, but we had beaten the Cubs and other teams where we didn't really need to like worry about it. And we did put the Astros the last three games and stuff like that. So we were kind of like, okay, like whatever, you know. Um, so it was kind of interesting there. For me, I liked how the bracket set up, and I liked the games, the way they were set apart, because it was more advantageous to the Diamondbacks. Because we have two quality, like caliber pitchers in Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallon. I would say. I mean, I know Zach Gallon. He got rocked by the home run ball last night. But if you look at it, I mean, he only, it was either an out or home run. That's pretty much what it was, which is unfortunate, right? Because, you know, home run, you know, it's a point, it's a run. Um, so it's not too bad. But I like the way it's set up. And the Dodgers, also their pitching was very depleted. So I like how we were able to do that. And I think we're better than our record shows. I don't think we were an 84-1 team. I like to think we were close to maybe like that 87-88 game team. Um, we just lost a couple games here and there by like little nail biters, some dumb mistakes, you know. Um, but I really like our team. Our speed on the base pass is good. We're a contact hitting team. We really don't make dumb mistakes. Um, for us, our – Downfall is we do give up a decent amount of home runs, and unfortunately, that's what the Phillies are good at. They are a home run hitting team, so that's why I was kind of wanting more the Braves to win. But granted, the Braves are a home run hitting team, but I feel like they're a little bit more streaky. If that makes sense, outside of Acuna, uh, I felt like they're a little bit more streaky. Um, but no, I'm really happy with the Diamondbacks, honestly. If, I, if we lost to the Phillies, I would not be upset at all. I'd be like, yeah, okay. I mean, saying that we're one of the best four teams in baseball, like this early and with the young pieces we have, I'm like, well, we're really supposed to be here. I was just having to make the playoffs and knowing that I'm getting to watch them in the NLCS for the first time since 2007, I'm like, yeah, this is pretty cool. So, I mean, I know that maybe that's like a, a loser mentality, but like to me, I'm like, yeah, oh, this is pretty cool. I like it, so.
1: I mean, it's kind of how I feel with like Brighton. I would say, and uh, Europa in a way, it's like, well, if we lose, at least I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So, well, jump. This is actually a good transition. Unless Sam, you have any thoughts on the D backs?
2: Um, no, I'm I'm just about as surprised as that is. Um, I'm, I obviously can't really be in super t- in depth, just because they are. I do believe that they're a pretty good Cinderella team too. Um, one team that always comes to mind whenever I think of Cinderella stories. I always think of the Nationals a few years ago, too. And the Cardinals were kind of in that exact same situation where we made the NLCS somehow. We beat the Braves, too, in the NLDS. And I just kind of had that same thought like you did. I was like, well, I'm just happy to be here. I would be okay if we just, we absolutely crapped out. And we got swept that series, which was fine. I'm not saying I hope the D-backs get swept or anything like that. I hope they make it a good run in this series as well but no I think Matt said it correctly uh, I do agree with them
1: I'm just a little surprised though that they're calling the D-backs the biggest Cinderella of all time or whatever because to me I I feel like like Matt said they're a pretty good team and I, I thought they'd beat the Brewers and I know obviously they they kind of you know manhandled the Dodgers but I didn't really necessarily think they were like a huge Cinderella per well, se it-
0: but what they do is, so they, they, um, there's an ESPN plus article about it and it goes through all these different stats of like where you were a year ago or two years ago, where you, what your record is right now, what expected wins are, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I was kind of surprised, like, I think we're a Cinderella, but like I would say maybe the nationals, right. That what, what, um, what Sam said, or even the, um, I believe, was it either the 2011 or 13 Cardinals that made it to the world series? Um, or also I would say a little bit more Cinderella. I think it was 13 when they put the red Sox. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, Sam. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was 13. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. But, and that was, it's funny. Cause that's the, that's the time I went and watched the world series was then and the red. Sox. Yeah. You have to watch it for fun. Um, and maybe that's where my like, post season, like I really got the vibe of, okay, I baseball is too long for me to watch, but at least for this, I'm going to watch this, you know? Um, but, yeah, like, when you look at the team, I mean, there's not a lot of holes in it. I mean, granted, a lot of these dudes are young. Like, I want to say the average age of our starting lineup is, like, 24 or 25, I think, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting to see that, like, they're like, no, nope, this is definitely a Cinderella team. And I'm like, well, then maybe let's, you know, let's play into that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um transition though that i was going to do originally you had said if we lose to the phillies you're okay with it oh well yeah. do you think the dimebacks are going to lose to the phillies in this nlcs
0: my heart is telling me no because i'm a dimebacks fan through and through but logically and just the play on the field i believe that the phillies will win 4-2 I, I think that's what the score will be i think it will be 4-2 i think we'll get a couple games at home Um just because we do play better at home, we pitch better at home. Um so I think it'll be four two, but I, I do think the Phillies will move on to the World Series. What about you, Sam? What do you got?
2: Yeah. No, I
0: but, um, the heart of Matty B says the Diamondbacks.
2: The D-Backs. I like that. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. As much as a good playoff run the D-backs are having, the Phillies have all like the momentum. They're really balling out right now. Um, I would give the D-backs the benefit of one game. Sure, uh, they are going to chase field, but I think the Phillies can scrape one game away while they're playing there, and they'll end up taking the series, too. Well,
0: the D- they do play three games in a row there, by the way. Oh, they do? Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. really dumb at where it's 2-3-2. Two, two. It's 2-3-2? Oh, I hate, two, that.
2: Three, oh, so I hate that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was 2-2-2-1. Two, two, two,
0: which for the Astros it means you lost 2-0 now you're playing 3 rogue games like and you're the higher seed it doesn't make that, sense like that was all.
1: the old NBA finals that made no sense cuz yeah. there were other rest of the series were 2-2-2-1 two, 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 and well, then finals were 2-3-2 two, two.
0: well and I thought the MLB had changed it and I don't think they did and I was like this is so dumb like basically it means that the away team wins one game in the first two it means you have home field advantage. That means that you have three games at home. Like it doesn't make sense. I okay, get it. You cut down on travel. But with baseball, uh, okay, let's be real here. If the NBA players can do it, baseball players can do it. Don't give me that crap, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah. I thought they changed the rules about it too. So
0: that just, yeah,
2: that doesn't nice. make
1: And, and like, I, I've always had a problem with baseball rules. They've changed it a little, but remember the winner of the all-star game would host that, uh, conference would host the, uh, the World Series, and I thought that was the dumbest thing ever because depending on how you play in the regular season, you should get home field advantage. I'm glad they changed that rule. But, the yeah, things, that was
0: yeah.
1: that was the dumbest rule I've ever heard of for a major sport, which I know is like, well, maybe they just want to have them compete in the All Star Game, but it was just so stupid still. But yeah, anyways,
0: what about you, Charles?
1: Yeah, I mean. When the playoffs are unfolding, Martin and I both predicted Phillies-Rangers, to be honest, and it's looking good so far. I do like the Diamondbacks. I just think the Phillies are a little better, honestly, just all across. And we were, all of us before, anyways, we're talking about how dangerous the Phillies were coming into the playoffs. They obviously won, or made to the World Series last year. They basically returned, you know, those pieces. So I'm going to go Phillies probably in five but I, I, I think it'll be like scrappy games. Like the Phillies will scrap them out just because I think the D-backs are going to struggle to get runs personally, like they I, did against the Dodgers. I don't think that's going to happen.
0: I mean, last night it was 5-3 and we had chances. So, I mean, it was close. I mean, even Martin was like, hey, they're about they're, they're doing it, you know. So, I mean, it was 5-3, so I can't really complain too much. You know, to me, it's – if we could win one or two games, I'd be happy. you make it respectable. You weren't supposed to be here in the first place. So right. to me, kind of nice. And I don't know. It's, I think it'd be good, you s-
1: You said the Phillies were a home run hitting team, and I do agree. But when I think of the Phillies, I think of a scrappy team because I really think of last year and how they really just, you know, scraped their way to the World Series. And even against the Astros winning the game or two that they did, those were just like grinded out wins. So that's what I think of. And the D-backs are similar, and I just think the Phillies are going to outgrind them.
0: Yeah, cl- it. You can clip there, it. Is, there is no offense taken here. I know the limits of my team. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was, like, back in the day, like, like New England versus whoever in the Super Bowl, of course I'm picking New England. I think no one would blame me for picking New England. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tom right. Brady. I know the limits of my team. I do think we can re-sign a couple pieces, and I think we might sign a couple free agents that maybe want to come – you know, I think if we get another pitcher and another bat, I think we'd be a more complete team. And I think people might come down because Arizona's good weather. You play indoors or outdoors. You play in a good division where it's usually warm. And, I mean, they're a young team. You know, why would you not want to, you know, do that? So, no offense taken, I definitely will say the Phillies are going to go to the World Series for sure.
2: I think, the, I think the D-backs really missed a good chance to re-sign Mad Bone. He's one of the greatest postseason <laughs> pitchers, I think. He would, he would be, be that army need. Guys. Yeah, he'd be yeah. that army need.
0: He kind of sucked for us, though. So.
2: <laughs> oh, he very much did, but he flips another gear. like Especially when he was on the Giants in the 2012-2014 World Series. He-
0: 2010, 2012, 2014, 2016 with Tim Lincecum and him. Yeah, it was kind mm-hmm. of a team final too.
2: 2014, yeah, he, he kind of just won the World Series on his own. Like he just kind of carried the team behind him, it was pretty incredible to watch.
0: But yeah,
1: he could get a, a ring if the Diamondbacks win at all.
0: Yeah, he right? could actually, yeah, uh, yeah, he could because he's on the team at the start. Uh-huh. Somehow, somehow.
1: So I, I see that the score is now two to zero. I'm assuming Shore might just hit a home run.
0: Oh, it looks like I'm behind.
1: Oh crap! Well, Matt, get ready. Oh, No, as you're oh, as you're, okay. as you're wa- preparing to watch that happen. I... Wait,
0: how am I behind? I'm literally watching it like live.
1: Well, that's just what ESPN says for me. Anyways,
0: oh, no, I wasn't. Is that Carl Schwarber? F him, dude.
1: They Sorry. sent
2: the they sent Charles the game script. Early. By the way,
1: like the all the Phillies runs have just been like home runs, pretty much so far for the no. most part, which is funny. All right. Anyways, let's go over to the ALCS. We already have two games in. Uh, Sam, we'll start with you. What's your what's your prediction for the how the rest of the ALCS plays out?
2: The Rangers, baby, I'm so happy that they won the first two games at Minute Maid too. Uh, they're gonna go back to uh Arlington, so that'll be really awesome to watch. Uh, the Astros are really they're really a complete team. As much as they want to argue against them, they are the team to beat still on paper, I think. And I have a feeling that they're gonna take the series to Game Seven, which oh will, wow, it'll be a lot of fun to watch as a casual fan. Um, the Rangers have been terrible at home specifically against the astros they only won like they only won like eight of like 20 games against them astros are beating them up so i just really hope it'll make for a more competitive series i do think the astros take or not the Astros. no i do think the rangers take it in seven games and that would make a really fun rangers phillies series or world series i agree with you and matt or you and martin on that but um Yeah, I think the Astros are going to take the three uh, from the Rangers at home. And so it's going to be it's going to be a weird series, but I think they're going to take the three games that the (laughs) Rangers play at home. And then the Rangers are going to take that game six from the Astros. And then game seven. It'll just be the Rangers somehow. It'll be a Corey Seager like bottom of the ninth home run just for just for fun. But that's my bold prediction. I always got to give one per episode.
1: You're kind of thinking like almost the Nationals, Astros, uh, World Series, because remember that Nationals went 2-0. Astros Mm -hmm. come back, take the 3-2 lead, I believe. The Nationals came back and won. I'm honestly going to go with – I think the Rangers are going to sweep them.
2: A sweep, really?
1: It's the theme of the playoffs right now, quick series. There's been no long series. I think it continues. I think the Rangers are going to go sweep them. I, I agree. I think the Astros could definitely come back. They're a team with loads of postseason experience. So I would not be shocked if they force a game seven, as you predict, mm-hmm. Sam. But I'm just going to go with the theme of the playoffs. And the theme is just saying four or five game series. So I'm going to go with the sweep Rangers.
2: And it'll it's be Rangers-Phillies. That's fair. I, I mean, I li- as much as I like that prediction, it's been really close games. Uh, the first few games with the Rangers and Astros – I know it doesn't really look like it um, from like the scorecard, but watching the two games, it's been really close. Like honestly, the Astros should have yeah. won game two, but I'm they should have. They didn't. But no, I like. Well, the of the maybe game. you're
1: right because chat Chapman's going to give up more bombs at the worst times, than the he evening. might.
2: <laughs> I mean, he might. He almost gave. You almost gave a bomb up uh, last game too. Well, no, he did I, give I, one he, up he to.
1: Alvarez, who's been on fire. Yeah, he did get once he he gave gave a up bomb. To Alvarez. Yeah. I think it
2: was actually game one where he would have given up the tying home run, but uh one of their rookies, the rookie outfielder, um, his name doesn't come to mind, but he, he saved him at like the warning track, which is Oh right yeah, after. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then oh, that actually brought up uh Altuve. Altuve is base running too. He kind of sold for them as well. It was just like the Phillies. He uh he had to go back to first base after they made that uh, catch on the warning track but he didn't actually step on the, yeah, top, the he second base. Yeah, he stepped second. Yeah, yeah. So He got called out for that that out, too. So that was pretty cool to watch.
1: Matt, what are your thoughts on the LCS predictions?
0: Um, I'm going to stick with my boys. This is also a heart prediction. Um, Astros went in seven. Um, I think they... Win the next two, Rangers win the six, the fifth game, and then Astros win the last two. Um, I think we'll have Astros Phillies again. Even though, mind wise, I'm gonna say Rangers, but put me down for Astros because I picked them from the beginning, and I'll stick with them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but if I'm gonna be honest, I I think the Phillies win this year. I think they're just hitting. At the right time. Um, if it's Rangers-Phillies, I do have to say that is a seven-game series. I don't care what anyone says. I
1: hope so. I hope Phillies. so,
0: too, yeah. But, no, um, I'm going to say Astros, but Phillies are are my winner. So
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and give my World Series winner. I will go with the – I'm going to go with the Phillies, too. I think they bounce back, similar Ooh. to the – the Royals from 2014 2015. They bounce yeah, back they, and win it this year.
2: They did end up losing last year, heartbreaking. But personally, I would love to see the Rangers win it all. I, I think just because 2011, yeah, you feel bad for yeah, them, don't you? Tw- yeah, dude. Anytime I think back on it, I was like, I really want the Rangers <sighs> to have a good postseason because of 2011, specifically one strike no, away
1: which, from winning it all. <laughs>
2: I but believe David also, Freeze,
1: man, St. Louis legend. Uh,
2: I believe they also made the – didn't they make the World Series in 2012, too?
0: Yeah, they made the next World Series, too, and they so lost.
2: They also lost that one. So they've yeah. had a lot of playoff success, but they haven't been able to win the, in a
0: while. I thought the, uh,
1: the Tigers made the World Series in 2012. Nope. Did they not? The Tigers was 06, dog. I thought they made it 2012, too, and lost to the Giants. No? no. no?
2: Hey, look it good. up. Look it up. I'm yeah, almost I'm positive. Yeah, i to look that up, too. Because I'm pretty sure they did make a World Series sometime in the 2010s, too. Yeah, I thought that was 2010.
1: 2012 Tigers-Giants. I'm almost positive.
2: Mm, let's see. Let's see. Um,
1: oh,
0: they appeared in
2: 2012. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it was a Tiger. Look at
1: Matt's always so confident Dang when it. I say something or he thinks it's right. And then I swear over half the time, he looks it up and yeah. he realizes I'm actually correct
0: nope.
2: one well Children hold on always right we just try to downplay uh,
0: they were in the in the world series um uh hold on hey i'm in near
1: t- detroit man i know 20- the history
0: 2010 and 11 i mixed up the year that's my bad i knew it was back to back.
1: okay hey i'm right by detroit now i know the history here the sports hey, history
0: did, it was back to back but it was 10 and 11 i forgot about that so yeah so i, I mixed it up because so, they,
2: they did lose to the yeah, Giants. still to be fair yeah it would it would make
0: yeah, I told you, I got the matchup right, because I know it was, because Giants won in 10, 12, 14. So nice. I knew that. and I was like, okay, yeah, Cardinals was 11. I was like, were the Rangers before or after? I'm pretty sure they did it again. Because I was like, that would have been even more of a heartbreak if they did it back-to-back. And I guess that's why it makes it even more of a heartbreak. Because it was the second time you're there, you're one strike away, and then David Freeze is like, nope, we're going to go to game seven.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And then
2: uh, I hate to I hate to jab on Detroit any more than I need to, but it would make sense to know all the postseason stuff.
0: I'm just making teams. I'm making they that up.
1: I didn't know that though, but I'm just making that part up.
0: Yeah, yeah and, and Autumn always brings
1: up how good those Tigers teams were with Verlander, Scherzer, Miggy, <laughs> and they weren't able yeah. to get out on top, but they were close. Oh,
2: it's crazy to think about. Definitely, yeah. Same with the Nationals too. Uh, recently, like when they had Juan Soto and Bryce Harper on the same team too, it's crazy.
1: Well, they won without yeah. Bryce Harper. They didn't need them.
2: They they did win. I'll give them credit. They did win. But I mean, what could have been outside of that 2019 year too?
1: This could be good for the D-backs, That's all I'll say. Uh, they got a runner on, but Whoa. I think I think we're we're ready to uh, wrap up. Spoilers. We're ready to wrap up. Matt, you said you do so. the outro, so get yeah. us.
0: Hey, um, uh, Sam, did you give us someone? Win- oh, Rangers, you said Rangers, right, Rangers. Sam? Okay, Rangers and two Phillies. Okay, um, another yeah. I'm I'm not Phillies too because that's my boy Bryce Harper. He's a goat, also a member. He is a LDS man, a yeah. Mormon. I a didn't son-
2: actually, I didn't actually know that he was before he told it to. That
1: overpowers any of the Diamondbacks because <laughs> he's a Mormon.
0: Yeah,
1: and Matt's yeah. heart, he got that yeah, strength.
0: He is. I'm surprised you didn't know that, Sam because um, yep. he talks about it sometimes um, but no I'm super happy with how things have gone um, thank you all for listening to the episode today hopefully we didn't ramble too much for everyone and hopefully it wasn't too much baseball for people um, but we're really excited for this postseason. and even though the games and series have been pretty dang quick I think the teams that have been in the series has been very unique which I think is what we all like you know it's it's different yeah. than the Dodgers and the Giants, right? The, the traditional baseball powers, right? This is like a new, you know, you have the Rangers and the Phillies and the Diamondbacks, right? So it's super cool. Um, hopefully everyone has a great rest of their weekend. Um, and hopefully the Diamondbacks aren't getting too blown out um, by the time this episode comes out. They might, um, but who knows. But I appreciate it. This has been uh, episode 39, I believe. Mm-hmm. A win is a win- podcast and we're thankful for good old h-double sam cookie for being here hanging out
2: yes sir and
0: maddie b B is peacing out so it's h-double and sam cookie and we'll see you next week Peace.